It ain't the left side or the right side, then it must be the fence side. Good evening, Dolphins fans. Welcome to another episode of On the Fin Side with Kat and Paul. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Spreaker, all of our social media outlets, as well as the finfanatic.com website and the fan-sided network, too. The Dolphins select Hunter Long, tight end out of Boston College, here with the 81st pick in the NFL draft. And, Paul, we had we had trouble with this one. We had, we had a lot of trouble here because the Dolphins are stocked with tight ends on their roster. Yep, Mike Kosicki is kind of a big slot, but he is technically a tight end. And then Durham Smythe, the Dolphins drafted in the fourth round a couple of years ago. They traded for Adam Shaheen, who, you know, did pretty well this past year for his, for his first year with the club. They signed Seathan Carter in the offseason. It was actually their first free agent signing. How many tight ends do the Dolphins need? Apparently all of them is the correct answer. Um, <laughs> yeah, Chris Chris Myrick is, is basically probably packing his bags as we speak. Um, and looking a little deeper at Hunter Long after the fact, he's a little bit more of a receiving threat than a blocker, although he's a better blocker than what we see from Gasicki. Um he is I'm going to dive right to it Like this was the first time I've jumped on a press conference after a draft pick with Greer and Flores and you basically see Greer kind of go "You Flores can field these calls because this was his guy and Flores without skipping a beat just starts drooling over the fact that well other than coaching with Senior Bowl well, this was this is a Boston College guy, and he's Boston College tough, and we all know how those Boston College players are, and the leadership that you get from Boston College, and the the and it's like, I get that it's your alma mater, dude, but stop drooling over a player just because he's from there, and you have the opportunity to take him. Um, yeah, 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 I'm 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 with you on that, and you know. <sighs> Hey, Dolphins fans. This podcast is brought to you by Danette May and Mindful Health, LLC, featuring Danette May's top superfood product from her Earth Echo Foods line, Cacao Bliss. Nothing feels better than being able to enjoy rich, smooth, creamy chocolate and knowing you are doing something good for your body. We start with 100% organic cacao beans that are naturally kissed by the sun, maintaining its miraculous health benefits. Then we blend it with turmeric, MCT oil, coconut, Himalayan sea salt, cinnamon, and black pepper for the perfect blend to make you feel the best you ever have. The result? Fall in love with a truly decadent, healthy, guilt-free chocolate, removing your cravings, facilitating weight loss, boosting your energy, and reducing your inflammation with one simple drink. Not only that, it is friendly to paleo, gluten-free, keto, vegan, and vegetarian diets. For the last eight years, we've been a leader in the superfoods market and are proud to have served millions of customers worldwide. We are offering up to 15% off when you use code MINUTE15 at earthechofoods.com slash minutemedia. Follow on social media at the Danette May and at Earth Echo Foods. And it's fine if, you know, we, we've talked about players that, that the Dolphins coaching staff has coached at the Senior Bowl, and th- that's great. That's, you know, if somebody jumps out and you want them on your team, I completely understand but I, I start looking at the fit here, and 
Durham Smythe and Mike Kosicki are both free agents after the year. Okay. And, you know, Adam Shaheen still is, is a little bit up in the air as a prospect. You know, he, he showed some flashes, but a little bit up in the air. It, but I, I bring it back to, isn't this, isn't Hunter Long a player that is not very difficult to find in the NFL? I had the same thought as well, and, and, and since we finished our live coverage, I went and watched a lot more tape on him than, than I did leading up to the draft. It's I'm not going to lie. I didn't watch a tremendous amount of tape on Hunter Long leading up to the draft. It's I didn't think outside of if Kyle Pitts came available or maybe a late-round flyer on like a, a Yaboa, um, I didn't think Miami was even going to sniff this in rounds two through five or six. Uh, it's And if you watch 20 seconds of Hunter Long tape, you're probably going to go, I, I don't get it. Uh, if you watch 40 seconds of Hunter Long tape, you're going to go, okay. And the more you watch, the more you realize that no matter who the competition is, He's a guy that gets open. He's a guy that makes the difficult catches, and he ma- he makes them easily. So you don't always realize how difficult it was to adjust your body and make the catches that he does. So this is very much a receiving threat tight end, and you see him. I remember making a comparison years ago with Ryan Griffin when he was coming out of UConn as one of those guys that was like uh, Anthony Fasano where you see him out there, you see him run a route, and somehow he's open and shouldn't be, or doesn't look like he should be, makes a catch he probably shouldn't make, and then plods down the field, and you're just watching going, is is anybody going to catch up to this guy? And, and next thing you know, he's 50 yards downfield. And that's what I see in Hunter Long. So... This could be kind of a steel pick that makes the offense a little fun and, and gives them a, a guy with a crazy catch radius and very good hands that can be very forgiving for a player in Tua who has above average accuracy at the very least. I think this is a long-term play for the yeah. Dolphins that, that gives them options if Gasicki and and, and Durham Smythe both leave after the season because then you can you can plug long right in there as kind of that inline blocking tight end and that's that may be where the Dolphins are going here on offense because you know if you have let's just take a look at this year the receiving core you've got Devontae Parker Will Fuller and Jalen Waddell who are going to be on the field a lot and you've behind them. You've got Preston Williams, uh, Lynn Bowden, and who knows if uh, you know like Jakeem Grant and and Albert Wilson, Malcolm Perry are on the team either. You know, so it, it could be like it, an option. At least this is how I'm reading it. That Gesicki and Smythe walk after the air. Long is that inline blocking tight end, which allows the Dolphins. Uh, to run that one tight end, three wide receiver personnel quite often with two to spread the field horizontally a lot more. That's at least how I'm reading that. So 
I'm not necessarily going to buy that, even though it's what we, we both thought at first. Because he's just an okay blocker. He's a better receiver. He seems like it would be the opposite based on his body type. But he, he's just an okay blocker. It, it's Durham Smythe and Adam Shaheen are probably better blockers. But Hunter Long is a far better receiver. And, and if you look at his 40 time, uh, yeah, it, it's it's a four six three, which is faster than Sage Surratt, uh, is faster than a good solid chunk of the tight ends in the class, and it is just a hair behind a number of other wide receivers in this class. So he's a lot faster than he looks on film with a very good catch radius. So he's more of a receiving tight end. It just he's in what looks like a blocker's body. Yeah, that that makes sense, and he has good hands, uh, for, from what I've seen, and he's consistent. So the, he's he has those things working for him. Somebody else who ran a, a good forty time is Durham Smythe, who you know ran a four five three, not a four six three, mm-hmm. and you know it seems like the Dolphins drafted Smythe as as a developmental tight end. He's gotten a lot of snaps here over you know the last couple of years. He had four hundred fifty one snaps last year. Shaheen had 367. So it, it seems like the Dolphins have made the investment to put the effort into these guys, and they've gotten incrementally better, but now it's it, it looks like they're trying to rip the rip the page clean and, and, and get somebody like uh like Long uh at the tight end spot. Maybe I'm reading too much into that though. I think what we're starting to see here. And we're starting to see it at wide receiver and at tight end specifically. Is Miami a little over two years ago was a team that basically ripped everything apart and fielded a CFL roster that outplayed what they should have been. Um, last year, they got a couple of stop gaps, continued to develop some of the young players that they they accumulated. And came out and went ten and six, which is a record that ninety percent of the time you make the playoffs. And now we're starting to see, instead of a team that has a ridiculous amount of holes, Miami doesn't have a ridiculous amount of holes. It, it's they had a lot of injuries at wide receiver last year, so it looked like a gigantic hole by the end of the season. But they had some good wide receivers that just weren't out there. And they've brought in some folks to address that a little bit. But we're seeing the competition now at tight end. We're seeing guys that would have made the roster last year not necessarily be in position to make the roster this year. They took those guys hoping they would develop. And they may not have developed as fast or as far as as what they were hoping for. And they're bringing some competition to see who shakes out of it. I think Hunter Long basically could be the not-quite-as-good Mike Gesicki replacement as a receiver, but a better blocker if Gesicki walks. And if not, Hunter Long's that guy that's a much better receiving threat than people realize. So if you're going to double-cover Gesicki and throw Long into one-on-one coverage, he's probably going to beat that coverage at that point because you're not having your best guys on him. Your coverage linebacker is tied up with Mike Gesicki. You definitely hit on a good point there because... If you know Durham Smythe played 451 snaps, Adam Shaheen played 367 last year, and you're drafting a tight end in the third round, 
that says something. And you you also signed, you know, Seathan Carter from the Bengals here in the offseason too. That can't be a good sign because it, it it's not like the Dolphins are are going to run five tight end sets here, you know. <laughs> it's no. it, it, I I know they're trying to give them a lot of looks, but they're trying to in my opinion, purge a lot of the wide receivers and tight ends on the bottom of the roster. And maybe Durham Smythe is one of those guys, Adam Shaheen, um, at, at the tight end spot. I mean, that that's the only way this pick makes sense to me. It's still not one that I'm happy with with the Dolphins. I mean, I at, at number 81, when you should be trying to trade down and get anything at that point. Uh, you know, and and the guy we wanted and we were pounding the table for, for, you know, a round and a half was Quinn Miners, the center out of Wisconsin and Whitewater. He went 98th to the Broncos when the Dolphins took a hundred long 81st, you know, but it's Brian Flores spent a week with, with uh, Quinn Miners and didn't take him. So it's, but still, I wish the Dolphins would have traded down a little bit if they had the opportunity or taken a different player here um and they didn't they 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 took a tight end that i think you can find yeah um but i think they also at a position that they could have used some help at the end of last year or walk or at a set of positions they could have used some help at the end of last year because if we end up with the devastation at wide receiver again this year you can reliably slide Hunter Long into the slot and he'll do better than probably half the receiver. He'll do better than um oh god, uh, it's uh we just re-signed him. Um Big Fro. Um um uh, Mac Collins. Yeah, he'll do better than Mac Collins if you throw him out in the slot. Uh, yeah, and Mac Mac Collins is more of a special teamer, but I I understand what you're saying. I mean, they're it, what I think they're aiming for here is that everybody at tight end and wide receiver is good at something and you can make a case that Smythe and Shaheen weren't necessarily great um, at, at, at the roles that they performed in. And, and, and that's part of the point I was getting at is this feels like Flores and Greer looking around that room with all these pass catchers they've got. Uh, they're creating a lot of competition at, at positions they deem important and they're basically saying it's time to put up or shut up and they've got enough bodies that they're going to find whoever fits best with Tua Tungavailoa for this upcoming season. It may not be the best player in that room, but that it, it's whoever has that rapport with Tua. Like an example I'll give you as far as the running back room goes. Watching last year's footage back the running back that had the best rapport with Tua out on the field was Patrick Laird. Which, it's... And and was he the best running back in that room? No. But did Tua move the ball more effectively with Laird in the backfield with him? Absolutely. I, I would say Miles Gaskin was... The most effective running back. But as far as... Seeming to be, on I, I think, I think Laird and Tua had a good synergy yeah. there. That you know, and 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 you saw some big catches too. You know, you look at that uh, 
that big fourth down catch against the Patriots. Yeah, Laird was was the guy that came down with it, and yeah, it can't believe we're talking. How do we get on Patrick Laird here? At, 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 <laughs> we're, we're talking about the way that they're building up some of no, these rooms and positions. Uh, yeah, I know, I I know, um, but if, yeah. So anything, pick eighty one Hunter Long from Boston College. I I've got to say I I. I'm going to give it a D plus. I mean, I I still don't like the pick. I I don't like the fit. I, I don't like the long term potential, and I still say at the end of the day that he's somebody that is not hard to find. And I think we're going to be looking at at long in in three or four years and, and talking about him in the same way that we're talking about Durham Smythe. You know, where yeah, he's got the size, he's got the measurables, he's he, he looks the part, but. Is this not a tight end that you can that you can sign like in the Tyler Croft mold mold that like the Jets did this past offseason? I don't know. Um I'm gonna go with a C here. I think it's right now it's a little uh luxurious of a pick for them, but I think Hunter Long is a better receiver than people give him credit for. Uh and that's where I give it that C because those couple of needs Miami has left could have easily been filled here. And it feels like Miami's buying the Tesla before they've got a salary commensurate with the Tesla. And, and I think we feel a lot differently about these picks here on day two if that 10-6 and six record had gotten them into the playoffs versus got them just outside of the playoffs. Yeah, and I think it would have mattered too if the Dolphins have had gotten a few of these players in, in day two and had traded down and, and gotten some more day three picks. Because now, you know, Dolphins are picking 156. So we've got to wait 50 picks and <laughs> before the Dolphins look at anybody. And there's still some talented players on the board that, that we hope can fall further and further down the draft here. So that's going to do it for our breakdown of Hunter Long, the tight end out of Boston College, selected 81st overall by the Miami Dolphins. You can follow Paul and I on Facebook, Twitter, Spreaker, iTunes, all of our social media outlets, as well as the fan-sided network and finfanatic.com. I'm Brian Cat NFL. Follow Paul as well at finfanatic.com. Uh, no, excuse me. A fanatic underscore pick. Man, it's been a long day. Fanatic <laughs> underscore you, pick. <laughs> Man. And if it's not on the right side and it's not on the left side, it is on the fin side. Save big on brunch for mom. All in the Kroger app. Get 16 ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% lean ground sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up. All with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.